Welcome to the Mobile Monger Podcast, where we go behind the scenes in the cheese world to chat with the people making, selling, or distributing your favorite specialty food products. I'm your host, Janae Muha, certified cheese professional, longtime cheesemonger, and producer advocate. Ask any cheesemonger, and they will likely tell you that Rodolphe Le Meunier's salted butter is one of their favorite things on earth. Its salty richness is delightful and addictive, and butter lovers gladly pay a pretty penny for this golden treat. In 2007, Rodolphe was bestowed with the Best Craftsman of France title and Best International Cheesemonger, sending his career into overdrive. Cheeses bearing his name now hold space in the finest restaurants and cheese cases the world over. In this episode, I'm very excited to have my first international guest, Ruth Rodolfo Lemunier himself. He's also joined by Owen Romiano, assistant export manager and occasional translator. We discuss his trajectory in cheese, how COVID has affected his business, and what an offenure does. Allons-y! Yes, so it's uh, Rudolf, it's a family story. My grandma was a good cheesemaker during the 50s. And my uh, father was just a cheese ager during the uh, 70s, 80s, 90s. And I uh, arrived, uh, of course, around 20 years in this uh, business. So first, uh, first time I... Uh, I do something in cheese was very funny because I asked uh, 10 euro to my dad. I think I, I had uh, 10 years when I was oh, a little kid. 10 yes. years old. And he tell me, okay, Rudolf, no problem. You will have uh, 10 euro, but uh, you need come to help me and put the cheese in the box. <laughs> so I beginning like that in this way. So it's very funny. Packing orders. I, <laughs> I do my study, my study like I can. And, uh, and of course, uh, uh, when it's time to engage your life in, uh, in a business, in something, I have a choice between uh, music or cheese, and I figure out what is the best for me. And I, uh, I'm not a big dreamer, so I go to cheese business, and I understand it's better to, to go somewhere. I already have something in my hand, and I do what I can. Yeah. And step by step, I uh, I'm beginning to work with my father, and I go, you know, in France we we have one year we go to military time. You, uh, I, I don't know if you have that in US. I'm we, not sure. We do not. They used to have a mandatory military yes. year where you had okay. to join the military and do training for one year. Though, so during one year, I uh, train for that. I have no money in my pocket, and at the end, I go to ask some money to my father, and he give me some cheese, and he tell me, Rudolf, now, you, I give you this cheese and go to sell it and make your money, and uh, this is my uh, first time I retail some cheese, around twenty-one years, something like that, and it was a very good success, and I figure out there is something to do in this. Uh, way in the cheese business and step by step uh, i made some former market i opened a store uh, my sister joined me and i uh, grow uh, the business like you know and uh, i figure out uh, export my cheese export what i know export what i can and uh, and move my uh, my ass from loire valley yep. <laughs> awesome 
Um, so some people might not know what an afanur does. Can you kind of walk me through what what that means to you? Oh, for me, uh, that means something for the cheese, not for me. You know, uh, uh, affinage, I don't do, I, I, I don't consider I do affinage. Cheese do affinage, not me. I just put the cheese in the different place, but I don't, uh, like the affinage, this is the natural way of the cheese after it's just uh, done. So I consider uh, the master is the cheese. And my job is to, to figure out what uh, what wants the customer. If he wants something dry, if he wants something melty, something strong, something young. And, uh, and uh, with that, I can put the cheese in different ways. So the cheese can do the affinage my customer need. I like that. It's not about you, it's about the cheese. <laughs> Yes, sure. <laughs> no, no, exactly, exactly. My, uh, no, my job is to find the good cheese for the good customer. There is a lot of palates. There is a lot of people, uh, young, aged, women, men, people with uh, cheese and uh, gustative history. People uh, come from country you don't know the cheese. So, what is important for for me is to to find the cheese who will be enjoyed by the customer, of course. Uh, some customer like uh, Bridmo Young, some customer like Bridmo very age. Uh, okay, it's just Bridmo, so it's not easy to to do that. But uh, the, always when I beginning in the in the retail business, the first thing I ask is to the customer, what what do you like? Do you want something strong, something soft? And after it's super easy when you know your cheese to find the good cheese for the customer. Well, I like that it also, you're talking about the relationship between you and the people that you're selling to, that there has to be communication between you so you can provide what they are looking for. Of course, of course, very important. And this is a good key for, uh, for the success because you are sure the customer is happy. Yeah. <laughs> important for me <laughs> <laughs> so um in the united states y'all's butter is uh yeah. considered top tier how does that fit into the realm of what you do let's talk butter you know, the first time I, I was on USA, it was yes, 10, 12 years ago. I uh, visit a lot of uh, store, uh, uh, a lot of things, but there was uh, nothing. Was, uh, yes, it was 12, 13 years ago, I think. There was not uh, uh, a lot of cheesemongers. The, the cheese way was not like you have now. And... Um, I saw there is no good butter on, on this market, first thing. And uh, it's very important because I'm a fan of butter. And uh, when I, uh, for me, it's like a cheese, it's the same, it's a dairy product, like a cheese. It's, a, it's something we really appreciate in uh, France. It's our culture. And uh, uh, I know well the French market about the butter. I know who do what and I know 
this kind of butter is very cool because it slowly turns the the cream is uh, cultured and matured you know what i mean so of course we have something very different with uh, with the taste with a real taste of butter and uh, it was uh, the first time uh, there is a butter like that on us market and i remember the first time i made the i made a show it was a fancy food show with uh, fresca italia long time ago and uh, there was a, a chef named Nathan Lyon who came to the booth and uh, I saw for him, uh, I think, 30 kind of cheese because every time when I arrive, I arrive with a lot of, a lot of uh, kind of cheese. And uh, every time after six or seven cheese, I made a break in the tasting with the butter. And this guy, every time, uh, uh, jump to the, the ceiling. Yes, to the second the floor, right. <laughs> to the roof, exactly. <laughs> and after the next one was during the first CMI in New York. Uh, I will always remember that uh, all of my life because it's, it was the first time Adam organized that. And I, uh, I was in charge of uh, uh, the cheese board and the food and catering for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I bring my cheese and I sample a lot of sink and uh, the butter was uh, eaten eaten in uh, three minutes and I I need have uh, a party for five six hours you know what I mean so this is too flash for me and after I do the job step by step and I uh, taste uh, I sample everybody and everybody enjoys the butter so. Uh, it's like that. Yeah. What do you look for um, in a butter that makes it the best? Uh, like I said, uh, the good product for the good customer. In first, I'm looking for a butter I love, I like, and I enjoy. After I realize my palate is like a lot of people, and this is for that a lot of people enjoy uh, what I bring and this kind of butter, of course. And uh, what uh, you know, every time when you, when you taste some butter, it's really flat, it's fat and flat. You know what I mean? Can be uh, un jeu de mots. Un jeu de mots. Ouais. Uh, it's fat and flat. Game. Yes. Uh, play of words. And, uh, and you know the beurre de barata I, uh, I uh, bring, especially the salted one. And uh, it gives you something in your mouth, something in your palate. You have something in your uh, in your mouth, of course. Different, like a regular butter, a white butter. After, you need to understand uh, this butter is specific also because uh, it's made in a specific place in France. Okay, in this place there is some specific green, specific land specific weather, specific cow, it's Norman cow. You know, Darwin theory, it's like the Darwin theory. This cow is adapt for this kind of uh, grass, for this kind of uh, weather, this kind of bacteriology. So all of that match very well inside. And this is the only, this is the only place there is uh, this Darwin mix mm -hmm. and this evolution, so you have the, for me, you have the best of uh, milk and uh, fat material to do butter. You can't do the same uh, butter if you take uh, uh, a cow in the Alp, uh, 
You know what I mean? And uh, with the different weather and the food is totally different, totally different. I got to be a judge for butter at the ACS. Mm -hmm. And so I tried like, <laughs> I don't know, 50 different butters. And yeah, it was after a while, just flat, just salt and fat. And that's all I could taste. <laughs> so it's nice when, yeah, when there's layers to it. <laughs> and after the last thing about butter, this is the olive butter you can eat without bread, like a cheese. <laughs> I agree. Yes, exact, exact. I've done demos with uh, different companies like Vermont Creamery and had their butter and people always look at me like, I'm just supposed to eat a spoonful of butter? Like, yes, <laughs> it's delicious. You'll like it, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Americans are very weird about that. I think it's just, I don't know, it's a perception. Like they have this odd idea about butter that they shouldn't just eat it by the spoonful. It's gotten a it's got a bad reputation here in terms of it's an unhealthy food uh because it's fat. So people think it's unhealthy. Um, so it just has a bad reputation here, but those that know, they know. Um, so obviously COVID is a thing. Uh, how has that affected, uh, cheese and butter in France? Oh, la la. It's Big a question. Very yeah. <laughs> no, it was something very interesting and, uh, and uh, we learned a lot of things with COVID. So about the business, of course, the two years ago, the three, four first months was catastrophic everywhere. So I got the same trouble like everywhere in the world. So we closed all, we everybody at home. And we, we went. Uh, after, by chance, uh, a lot of things in the mentality of the people, uh, in the in the mind of the different people uh, show uh, uh, they come back. So they don't move during four months, five months. So they don't spend their money. And the French people, when he don't spend money, he, when he have money, he spend to the food first. French. You know what I mean? So they don't go to buy more food. They go to buy uh, better food high-level food. So it was very cool for, for my position in, the, in this business, of course. And a lot of people come to eat a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So it was very interesting, first thing. After, um, we, we got some trouble, of course, but the second year was very different. And we progressed a lot because, uh, you know, whatever COVID, I have a plan to grow my business and... Uh, I have uh, some ID to, to grow step by step. And I put my ID also uh, one by one. And we engage some uh, salespeople. We open a sales department. We, I engage Owen too uh, during uh, this time because uh, whatever COVID I figure out, uh, it's just like that. And I, in, this trouble need uh, not affect my plan to, to grow. So that's cool. Uh, last year, I, uh, 
engage uh, more 10 people in my uh, company. We extend 600 square meter. <laughs> so we grow very well. So it's very cool. No problem for that. Also, I learned, and a lot of people learn, uh, the new technology is very cool. And everybody focus, uh, especially in the business, we, we are exporter, but we can't visit our customer. And to make business without visit some customer, the customer come, can't come to us, it's complicated. So everybody invests some money in the visio conference, in a very cool Wi-Fi, you know what I mean? So we learn how to organize meetings and uh, how we can share our place and how we can organize a visit of our place without uh, flight and without uh, one week. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's, I think it's very positive, very, very positive. The fact so, that we can have a conversation right now is pretty amazing. And, Exactly, exactly. So, uh, yes, I, uh, I don't enjoy this time, but it's, it's good because uh, some people have, uh, it's a good balance for a lot of people and uh, we are not here to, uh, I, I need some US, I need uh, some new US expression from Owen. Uh, on pourrait dire, on n'est pas là pour enfiler des perles. We are not here to do nothing. We are here to... Oh, you don't know that? No, uh, that's an expression I've never heard in French. Yes, so. we will share some expressions yes. together. I would be better after. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, I guess this question might be uh, better for Owen, but like, what does the export market look like right now with French cheese coming over to the United States? And um, like where... Where is it kind of sitting currently? You know, when I, when I think uh, I am at the beginning of my business, so every year is better and better. So I have a nice view about that because every time you have some new customer, we have some new product, so we grow a little bit uh, every year. Of course, uh, if there is no trouble, we can grow more fast, but at that time, we, we continue like that and uh, we open more and more new, new countries. We talk about, we will open uh, Middle East. Uh, we go just uh, this morning, uh, a plan for uh, Thailand, for example. We we found some new customer in Asia. We open a new customer in Australia too. So, yes, yes. there's been, uh, uh, obviously one of the big issues has been boat and air freight prices and uh, delays in, in shipping. So that's something we've had to kind of, uh, be a little bit more uh, conscious of, and um, it definitely hurts the clients because of price and stuff. But uh, on our side, we, we, we've continued to kind of be there for the clients. And I think that's what's helped is we, we try to be very flexible with the clients. And like, you know, if somebody needs a special label on there, we're going to do the work and put the special label on there. Um, and so overall, the, the COVID market for us, I think has has been tough, but we figured out a way to maneuver uh, the market. Like Rodolf said, we've found new clients in Asia, in uh, Dubai, in uh, Australia. We're, we're continuing I, to grow. Uh, I, I, uh, I buy my uh, a big uh, present for my Christmas for myself. I buy a super, super machine. I weigh the cheese. I weigh the cheese. I put the cheese in the machine. I ask to the machine, I want some slice, 200 grams. 
and the machine cuts the slice to hundred gram. Wow, yes. <laughs> this is so cool. Oh, very excited. <laughs> very cool. <laughs> you can't imagine after 20 years to cut some cheese by the hand. <laughs> finally, a machine, <laughs> yeah. a pure machine. I think uh, those were pretty popular for uh, cheesemakers over this time because you don't want to spend all that time just cutting cheese. So, so we have a lot of ideas for the next and a lot of new cheese, new packaging. Uh, we work uh, on a lot of new new things, step by step. I, uh, I, I already organized correctly my... Uh, cheese facility, so now I can, I can focus on my uh, development project. You have a lot of projects though, right? Besides just your company. You, tell me what else do you do? No, that's, that's, that's funny. I, I have always a lot of projects, but sometimes some projects come from 10 years ago and I can't do it 10 years ago and after they come back 10 years uh, later and uh, finally you can do something with this idea. So, of course, uh, I have a lot of ID, but it's always the same. <laughs> but you also organize like uh, Mondial, yes? Yes. Can you uh, talk about that a little bit? Mondial du Fromage, uh, I organize that since uh, 2013, so 2013. And uh, it's a cheese, uh, it's an international cheese uh, show like uh, you have a salon du fromage at paris in paris uh, like this kind of uh, happening we have around 200 uh, exhibitors three four thousand visitors it's on three days we manage a big cheese contest with a thousand cheese in the contest we manage the oh, this is the best of this is the, the final of the world championship of the cheesemonger so we organize a very, very big cheesemonger competition. And it's a very good show for the business because of course I have a boost with my team and they, 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 there is a lot of customer and a lot of buyers from all over the world who visit this, uh, this show. Uh, Loire Valley, it's a very specific uh, destination. Uh, three days of a very good cheese show built on uh, uh, build uh, like uh, construit un peu comme je comme je fais c'est sympa quoi tu vois right. it's something uh, yeah, the idea of, of, of building it uh, to be enjoyable as someone who has done the show themselves other shows he knows what it some shows are more enjoyable than others I think that's uh, yeah, what exactly. you're trying to say so we made a good success because the next one will be in 2023 10, 11, 12 September for all you audio listeners there. Exactly. Uh, well, I'll keep my fingers crossed that I can make that. Sure, you're I'm, welcome. I'm due for a French visit. It's been 10 years. So, um, are there some things that you would like Americans to know more about French cheese or butter? Like, are there some things the that best. you wish they knew more about? <laughs> Sorry. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 it's a very big joke because uh, you need to know I really appreciate uh, American cheese and uh, uh, every time in France, of course, uh, US and British cheese have, no, and have not the best reputation of the world. I can understand that, but when you know, when you know what is done in the different countries, 
when you know, of course, if you don't know, uh, shut up. You know what I mean? No way. <laughs> but when you know, honestly, uh, there is some very perfect good cheese everywhere in the world. Whatever you, in US, there is some cheese very cool, like in UK, like in Japan. Japan, uh, there is a Sakura cheese, it's like Saint-Marcelin. Uh, ripen with uh, sakura is the fleur de cerisier. Uh, wow, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes, that's crazy. Like you have some very, very good cheese on your uh, market too in USA, like there is in Canada. Like so, when you know, uh, you know, I just won't say all the cheese is good, but it's important is to eat some cheese. Of yeah. course, of course, just of eat course. The cheese. Always, uh, we, we, we. Everybody talk about oh, it's industrial or it's farmer. Oh, it's raw milk or it's pasteurized. Whatever. If if the cheese is good and the customer like it what we talk about yeah it's some cheese <laughs> it's some cheese whatever <laughs> um is there anything that i didn't ask you that you want to talk about no i'm good okay i hope uh, visit us uh, very soon usa miss me and my uh, us friend uh, miss also, right. you miss the, yes, you no, miss, no, no, you miss, you miss us. I you, miss us. I miss them. I miss them. So they miss me. Yes, I miss in them. French, it's backwards. Well, you say, sorry. <laughs> it's very confusing. We do yes. miss you. We do miss you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I have kind of a, a quick round questions, just three that I ask yeah. everybody. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Yes. The first one. Uh, what is your current cheese crush? Uh, I need just uh, a translation uh, sometime. <laughs> uh, for the moment, c'est quoi ton uh, coup de cœur de, de fromage? Oh, the, the smoked cheese. Smoked the cheese? cheese smoked. Yes, smoked cheese. Especially the soft cheese smoked. Oh, wow. Do you have any of those in your lineup? I do a very good one. I, I build a smoker in my place, so... At that time, I enjoy uh, smoke some uh, goat cheese, and especially when after I cook it and I put some marble syrup on in the in the toaster. Oh yeah! Oh la la! Crazy! Very cool. That sounds delightful. <laughs> exact. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite cheese pairing? Uh, it's uh, Comté and vin jaune. Comté, age Comté, twenty four months and the uh, yellow wine is a uh, age oxidate wine from jura is it sweet no it's not sweet it's oxidate it's very specific mm. yeah vin jaune du jura and uh, you have one taste with comté one taste with vin jaune and when you put the two in your mouth that's very crazy Exactly. And the best of this is a, a tasting I made uh, when I was world champion in 2007. I made uh, a specific tasting with Comté 24 months, an age vin jaune, and some caviar. And it's fat on fat and uh, salt on salt. But this three different ingredient is very perfect. Sounds great. You can do it every, every time uh, you will be very surprised. And very happy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, what is your best food memory? Like, uh, doesn't have to necessarily be eating, but maybe a memory of growing up with, you know, your mom or grandma cooking. 
David Boulet. It's my uh, big. You know David Boulet, free star in New York. David Boulet. David Boulet. David Boulet. Oh, you got it. Yes. Uh, and this is in this place. I uh, it's the best of thing in my life. Was a, what year was that? Ah oh, la la. In New York, in Boulet Quelle kitchen. Okay, oh, Oh, it was uh, the first time I put my. Uh, I go in US ten years ago. Ten years ago, I will never forget forget what I eat uh, at at this place because this chef is very specific. He have a, a specific vision of the food, and uh, uh, it's not complicated. It's based on the quality of each product. And after, uh, oh, it's like a, a science, you know. And when you have the good uh, the good taste, uh, the good plate, in the same thing, ah, oh, that's perfect. And I, I will never forget all what I taste in the David Boulay kitchen. Nice. I uh, probably can't afford it, but I'll check it out the next time I'm in New York. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for joining me. I'm thank really you. happy to have you as my first international okay. podcast. So cool. <laughs> first international. Yes. Wow. Yeah, excellent, excellent. absolute treat to get to sit down with Rodolphe and talk about all the things that he does. It was an honor to get a bit of time in his busy schedule. With excitement, I get to say that I will be working the Le Meunier table at CMI in San Francisco on March 6, 2022. I can't wait to share the delicious connection I have with these cheeses and butter. Hope to see you there. This podcast is recorded, produced, and edited by me, Janae Muha. Thank you to Ben Muha for allowing me to use your music. Follow along on my cheesy adventures at Instagram, Facebook, or get more content at Patreon. My website is also a great hub for all of my goings on. Thanks for listening. And remember to keep spreading the word of good curd. Curd.